Do you often get overwhelmed trying to think about how you need to drive growth in your company? When you think about all the different options, do you just start going, oh, I don't even know which to choose. I mean, someone tells me that I should do paid ads and someone else tells me I should do partner strategies and somebody else tells me I should focus in on referrals and somebody else tells me that I need to create some landing pages and someone else tells me I need to hire some salespeople or I need to hire some setters and some closers or I need to improve my USP or we need to improve our customer service or we need to introduce some new products and services or we need to move to upscale markets or we need to like it just gets overwhelming. Do you often feel that way and if you're like most people and you get overwhelmed what do you do? Well, typically you kind of shut down and you just don't do anything, which is not the great strategy. You want to figure out what's a better way. In the midst of all the stuff that you could potentially do, how do you pick the few things you should do? Well, one thing that I found helpful over the years is to not get focused in on the trees, but to look at the forest. And that means that you step back and say, like, what are the levers? What are the dials? What are the key things that I can turn that will have the greatest impact on being able to drive the revenue growth of my company. And when it's all said and done, there are only five of them. That's it, just five. Isn't that cool? Uh, there aren't hundreds of them, there are just five of them. Now there are hundreds of tactics you can use underneath all of these different levers, but there are just five of them. And once you understand the five, it makes everything so much easier because now you're just looking at one of the dials and saying, okay, what's the best way to use this lever? Because when it's all said and done, business comes down to one thing. It always comes down to math. Now, if you don't love math, hang on with me. I'll do all the math for you. But at the end of the day, it's about dollars in, dollars out, and dollars left over. It's a math game. And once you understand that there are a couple things that you can multiply that have the greatest impact, it makes it so much easier to do the math. So to help you do this, I want to go to the computer, and I want to show you uh, something we call the seven dials. But today, we're going to work on the five levers or the five dials that talk about revenue growth. And once you get this, it'll be a game changer for you. It'll make it so much easier. You'll step back from the trees and be able to see the forest and it'll make everything infinitely easier. So with all that said, why don't we go to the computer right now and let's take a look. I can focus on these five levers that could dramatically drive growth in our company. So the diagram we use here in the Bizcaler's world is these seven dials or these seven levers that you can use to drive growth and profitability. Five of them drive revenue, and then the two bonus ones drive profitability. Now, we're focusing on revenue right now, but remember, revenue is vanity, profit is sanity. So the two, profit's more important, but you can't get to profit if you don't have the revenue in the first place. So the dark blue is related to the activities, the five things that you can do to drive revenue. And the blue is the result. Like, if you do the math right, the light blue ends up just working out for you. Right? So if you look at this, you can see it ultimately comes down to five things. The number of leads you generate, whatever your conversion rate is of those leads, so you end up with new customers. You add those to your current customers, and that gives you your total customers. You take co total customers, you multiply them by your average transactional value. Now, a lot of people get stuck in this. We're looking at your business at a macro view, so all you have to do is take what's your total revenue divided by your number of customers. That's your average transactional value. Now. If you have sales more than once a year, which a lot of you do, then you need to figure out how frequently do people buy, and then you divide your average transactional value by that. So average transactional value and frequency of purchase are going to be the same number, whether you have the multiplier of the number of times people buy, like do they buy once, twice, five times, six times, 12 times a year? That's one of the reasons why a lot of people like MRR, monthly recurring revenue, because now you're multiplying by 12. Whenever you multiply something, it's a bigger lever. 
So you get your average transactional value. And if you sell a wide range of things from high price to low, it doesn't make any difference. You do have an average transactional value. And if it's a frequency of two times or four times, then you just divide that number. So those two numbers are going to give you the same number either way. And then you multiply that by the retention rate. Like how many of your customers do you keep? Or the negative way would be what's your attrition rate? Those are the only five things. They will determine how much revenue you have. Now, I'm going to do the math for you so you can see how powerful this is because you're multiplying here, and that's where the power comes. And then you'll see on the other side, those are the profitability ones. So let's say that you currently, this year, had 60 leads come into your business, and you converted a third of those. Again, this is not a bad conversion rate. So a third of those, that means you have 20 new customers this year. You have currently 100 customers, so that gives you 120. You multiply that by your average transactional value, 5,000. I'm just picking one here. And people on average buy in this you know, metaphorical company here twice a, a year. So that's $10,000 a year from, per customer. And their retention rate is 90%. And 90% is a pretty good retention rate. So when you do the math there, it comes out to 1,080,000, million. Not bad. So you got a million dollar business, only four, depending on who you're talking about, to somewhere between four and 6% of companies hit a million dollars. So you've achieved something that a lot of companies haven't. Awesome, right? Got a million dollars. And we're not looking at the profitability side right now, but you have revenue minus your COGS cost of goods sold, gives you your gross profit minus your operating expenses, gives you your operating profit, or here we're just using net profit because it's shorter and fits, okay? And let's just say you had 20%, which again is a very good, uh, net profit rate. So I'm looking at this, I'm saying, hey, at the end of the day, you have $216,000. Not bad. You have a million dollar business, you bring home over 200. It's a good year. But what if you could do better? Right Now, once you understand that just focusing on the five, you'll see how powerful this will be. And I'm going to start by focusing on just one of them. Now, if I were going to focus on one of them, I would start with the number of leads generated only because at the top of the funnel, everything gets multiplied by whatever comes down. So the more at the top will have the greatest impact. So let's say instead of 60, you started generating 120. Like you were getting five leads a month, 60 divided by 12, five. Now you're getting 120. Like that's not outrageous. You're just getting 10 leads a month. Could you get 10 leads a month if you really focused in on that? Now, if everything remained the same, your conversion rate, your average transactional value, frequency of purchase, and your retention rate, everything stayed the same, you'd now have 1.26 million coming in. So the differential there is that you have a 16.7% growth rate. That's more than double the national average, and most companies are flatlined or plateaued. So you're doing great. You do that three years in a row, and you're in the Inc. 5000. Like, that's not bad. And all you had to do was increase the number of leads from 60 to 120, you just doubled those leads. And at the bottom, you'd see you got 252,000 instead of 216,000 who wouldn't enjoy the extra couple thousand. Now, that's just one, but what if we really got serious about lead gen? What if we could double that and now you have 240 leads coming in? Again, everything else remains the same. Your conversion rate's the same, average transactional value, frequency of purchase, retention rate. Now you have 1.611 million coming in. Now, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Right? Now you've added an extra $531,000 of revenue. And again, at the same 20% uh, net profit rate, now you have 324%, 324,000 coming in. So when you look at the revenue and profit, here's where it gets really interesting. Your revenue has grown by 28.6%. Now, 
26% per year, you double every three years. So at this rate, you would double your business every three years. Even better, your profit, look at that, is now 50% higher. All you did was get really serious about focusing in on lead gen. So if I were you I'd, and you want to pick one dial and you say, hey, this coming year, let's figure out how do we get more. If we didn't change anything else and we just did that, it would be a game changer, right? Like 28.6% growth, you are definitely in the Inc. 5000 and the profit rate, really sweet. So that's not bad. But if you're like me and uh, you tend to be an overachiever, you're like, why would I focus on one if I've got five dials? Like, why don't I focus on all five? That's a great idea. So let's say if you were to improve the other ones just by 10%, roughly, what would that look like? Well, here's the math. Instead of 33, you're now at 36%. It's technically 36.3, but I'm getting rid of the decimal points here for you. Now that gives you 86, gives you a total 186 uh, customers. We've increased the average tra transactional value from 5,000 to 55, so now you had 10% increase there. The frequency of purchase from 2 to 2.2. Now, again, this doesn't mean that everyone's buying a third time, but it does mean that some of them are, and that's pretty good for you. In addition, it, I only bumped up the retention rate by 2% because if you go by 10%, that would get you 99. 90% is a pretty good retention rate. If you get from 90 to 92%, that's still pretty good. Now you're at $2,070,552. Instead of 1,080, you're now at 2,070. That is a 91.7% growth rate simply by significantly focusing on generating some leads and then little tweaks, 10% improvements on those other dials and only 2%, a little over 2% on the retention rate. Not bad. And if you look down at the profit at 22% instead of 20%, it's 455,000. Uh, you now have 110% growth rate in your profitability simply by focusing on the five dials to drive revenue and then increasing your net profit just by 10%. Not bad. Now, if you're like me and you're thinking, well, I got these other two things and I'm a higher achiever, what about my cogs and my expenses? Well, let's say they're both 40% a piece, right? That got you down to your typical 20. So let's say it's 40 in cogs and 40 in expenses, 10%. The four you don't add, you'd actually subtract. So instead of being at cogs being 40%, cogs would be 36%. Instead of expenses at 40%, it'd be at 36%. I mean, that means that you have a 28% net profit rate coming over, which means that now you'd have 579,755 coming simply by making small incremental changes. You were getting 216, which is not bad. But next year, if you focused in on just these, you could have $579,000 worth of profit coming in an increase of 168% growth in your profitability by just making some simple tweaks. See, when we get overwhelmed by all the complexity of all the options, we get stuck. But when we stop and we say, hey, all I need to do is focus in on leads generated, the conversion rate, average transactional value, frequency of purchase, retention rate, COGS, and expensive, you want to be you know, hyper-driven um, and focus on profitability as well as the growth. Like if that's all I did, those are the game changers. All the strategies need to fit into a model. Here's your model. There are five dials or five levers that are gonna drive your growth in revenue and two that are gonna drive your profitability. Focus in on those five plus the two, the seven of them, and now all of a sudden you have a new business. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, but Bruce, <laughs> um, 
I'm in a business, let's say real estate, you know, or maybe you're a pool company and you go, hey, frequency of purchase is like once every, you know, three, five, seven, ten years. Well, if that's the case, then frequency of purchase may not be the important thing there, though if you're like a pool company, you could have you know, some services that would happen frequently. In that case, you might say, hey, I've got three levers. Okay. Made it even simpler than the five. Now, you should focus on retention because those people who bought from you, if you continue to nurture those relationships in three or five or seven years, not only will they buy for you, but they'll probably also refer a bunch of people to you. So uh, retention is still important in those, but on a yearly basis, you're not going to multiply by the retention rate and the frequency of purchase, because most people aren't going to buy a house every year. So then you'd say, hey, I only have to work on three things. How am I going to get more leads generated? So if you have 60 that came in this year, how can I get to 120? That's it. Like If I just did that and I went from five to 10 leads a month, it's a game changer for your company. You literally can double your revenue. You can uh, double your number of leads and you will uh, you know, grow, I think we said, what, 16.7%. Um, and that was on a million dollar business. On a smaller business, you'd be even more. And then what's your conversion rate? Maybe it's at 33 and you say, well, what can I do to improve my sales presentation? And maybe instead of me talking about me, I'm starting to talk more about them and what they need and what they want. And maybe I use more of a question-based approach. Maybe I could get and close instead of 33, I could close 40 or 45%, maybe even 50% of those people. Again, these are multiple liars. So that's going to dramatically increase the number of people that you're going to end up serving and selling. And then the last one would be the average transaction value. So maybe we need to move to a different neighborhood where there are more expensive homes. And if I did that, the average transactional value would go up. Or by the way, it could actually go the other way too, which would be, you know, I've been going after luxury homes right now, you know, uh, homes, starter homes are going faster. So maybe I can generate a lot more leads um, and even at a lower transaction value and I can make more money. So again, it's just playing with the dials, playing with the levers, knowing that there are just three of them in your case, five for most of us. And then if you want to you have the bonus, add the things to increase your profitability. So hopefully um, this was helpful for you. And now you realize you don't have to be overwhelmed. Just figure out the math. Just understand there are only a handful of things that are going to drive the growth of this company. And once I understand those, I just need to pick a couple tactics that will allow me to move those levers. And once you do that, it's a whole new game for you. So which levers do you need to focus in on this coming year? And then pick a handful of strategies and tactics that will allow you to do that. Know that number. So if I need to go from 60 to 120, what's going to get me those extra five leads per month? And if you do that, it will be so much easier to handle growth for this coming year. So I hope you found that helpful. If you did, I encourage you to subscribe if you're watching this either on YouTube or on podcast. Uh, because my commitment to you here in Growth School is going to be able to help you to grow and scale a self-operating business that will be able to double every 12 to 36 months. And I hope you enjoy that idea, and I hope you'll keep checking in on future uh, episodes, as well as share this with some other business owners you know, because uh, let's help one another. It's tough being a business owner. So until next week, to your accelerated success, Bruce out.